to a Hope 103.2 podcast. There are two very common, very significant mistakes people make in thinking about the man Jesus. The first is made by the general public, and the second is made by Christians, especially of the Protestant variety, of which I'm one. Probably the most enduring image of Jesus in contemporary society is that of a teacher. If he's thought of at all, he's viewed as this archetypal wise man, someone who left behind great words to follow, a kind of Gandhi figure, if you like. This was really brought home to me powerfully when I took part in a discussion about Jesus some years ago on Triple J Radio. The last 20 minutes of the show was open to talkback. Callers were invited to ring in and tell us what they thought of Jesus. I braced myself because Triple J isn't sort of known for promoting Christianity. But every caller, and there must have been at least 10, was surprisingly favourable toward Jesus. They loved him. What the callers loved about Jesus were his words. The way he criticised religious authority, demanded pacifism and preached love and tolerance toward all classes of people. You could have been forgiven for thinking we were talking about Gandhi. None of the participants in this conversation mention anything about Jesus' healings or his claim to be the Messiah, God's son. There was nothing about his death on the cross or reported resurrection to life. Jesus, the teacher, was the only thing on the table. This is the first significant mistake people make in assessing Jesus. They so magnify his role as a teacher that they end up diminishing or ignoring altogether some of the most striking and indispensable features of the Jesus of history. The result is a truncated Jesus, a Jesus of our preference, of our imagination. But equally flawed, in my view, is the Christian, especially Protestant, overreaction to the general public's teaching Jesus. In seeking to affirm his climactic roles as the Saviour who died and the Lord who rose again, some in the modern church so downplay his role as teacher that he becomes almost unrecognisable as the Jesus of the Gospels, as the Jesus of history. The conviction that he is more than a teacher can lead to the assumption that he's hardly a teacher at all. The teachings of Jesus recorded throughout the middle sections of the Gospels come to be thought of as the mere precursor to the real ministry of Christ recorded in the final chapters of the Gospels. You know, even at theological college, I was frequently told that almost a quarter of each of the four Gospels is given over to describing Jesus' death and resurrection. Mark's Gospel in particular was described to us as a passion narrative with an extended introduction. It wasn't until years later that it dawned on me, if 25% of each gospel is concerned with Jesus' death and resurrection, that means 75% is concerned with his life and teaching. Mathematical insights like that have never been my strong point. Now, I'd certainly want to affirm that Jesus' death and resurrection are presented in the Christian sources as his crowning achievement. All I'm saying at this point is that although Jesus was more than a teacher... He nevertheless was a teacher. 
Historically speaking, Jesus' fame as a teacher is one of the most prevalent themes of all of our sources. You know, even our non-Christian sources refer to Jesus' effect as a great teacher for good or ill. For instance, Mara Bar Serapion, around AD 70, is a pagan father writing home to his son, and he compares Jesus to the great Greek philosophers Socrates and Pythagoras, whose teachings continue on in the world long after their deaths. He writes this, Nor did the wise king Jesus die altogether. He lived on in the teaching which he had given. The first century Jewish historian Josephus said a similar thing about Jesus. Let me quote it. At this time there appeared Jesus, a wise man. He was a doer of startling deeds, a teacher of people who received the truth with pleasure, and he gained a following both among many Jews and among many of Greek origin. Now, Marabasarapian and Josephus offer what you might call a neutral description of Jesus as teacher. The ancient Talmud, which was an exposition of Jewish law, puts things in thoroughly negative terms. It says, quote, Jesus of Nazareth enticed and led Israel astray. This, of course, is just a way of saying that Jesus influenced the nation of Israel more than the elite would have liked. An even clearer portrait of Jesus the teacher is seen throughout the Gospels. Let me just mention a few important points. Firstly, Jesus' ministry is often summarized in the Gospels as one simply of teaching. Take, for instance, Mark chapter 10, verse 1. It says this, Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Secondly, people also routinely addressed Jesus by the simple title, Teacher. For example, in the middle of the storm recorded in Mark chapter 4, we read these words, Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now I can think of plenty of other things to call Jesus in the middle of a terrible storm out in the sea. Um, Saviour, master, skipper. But their instinct was to call him teacher. Actually, Jesus referred to himself as the teacher. In fact, in Matthew chapter 23, he makes quite a big deal of this point. Let me read this passage. This is Jesus speaking to a crowd of disciples. He says, You are not to be called rabbi, for you have only one master, and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, in a religious sense that is, for you have one father and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called teacher, for you have one teacher the Christ. I suspect that a Christian who regularly referred to Jesus as the teacher might be viewed a bit strangely by others in church circles, don't you think? Saviour, we like to call him, Lord, of course, but for some reason, teacher is just not part of our Christian vocabulary anymore, even though it used to be uh, in the time of Jesus himself. Why is this? Is it because we've lost sight of this very important aspect of Jesus' earthly ministry? Is it because we don't read the Gospels very much anymore? Is it because some of us have found his teaching a bit too difficult and so we don't want to remind ourselves of his right to teach us? Whatever the reason, and really I've no idea why it is, I want to challenge all of us tonight to look afresh at Jesus the Teacher 
to listen closely to what he said. And if you're a Christian listening to me, let me urge you to start calling Jesus your teacher. Let people know by your life and by your words that you follow Jesus, the best teacher of all. I'm John Dixon. Hope 103.2. Thanks for listening.